Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy, Cheese. Sorry, no no Kalina on this one. Um, she'll be on on the next one. Don't 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 be mad at me. I was thinking a lot about how to how to how to really step up the game and put the pressure on all you fellow podcasters out to get my spot. I see you. I see you. Um, and it's all good. And I figured instead of doing one person as an interview, why don't we do a collective? So I had a wow. the only collective I really wanted a vibe with and talk to was the Wrecking Crew from Philly and I had them all here. Zilla Rock, a small pro, Curly Castro are all here. Gentlemen, how are you? Fucking righteous. About to be drunk. Fantastically well. About to be drunk. Nice. <sighs> drunk is good. Hey, yo, Q. Either Wrecking this- Crew. Either this is going to be the greatest episode of all time or a clusterfuck of people talking over each other, but we're going to try to make it work. Um, we, we've been involved with Bobo. <laughs> I was about to say, both, both of those can happen. Yeah, and we're going for it. We'll go for both. Let's start. The reason why I want to bring you guys together and talk is talk about one of my favorite projects in the last 10 years. And it's one that I have back in my heavy rotation is the Wu Pulp album exclusively on Bandcamp. Um, mm-hmm. It is essentially a tribute album. And for the Wu Tang Clan, which I have an affinity for, um, me and Zilla Rocket talked about Wu Tang many times. Um, how was that project birthed? Because that's no small task to take to do the album the way you did it with the legacy that the Wu had and then drop that album with such amazing execution. Um, I'll jump in because the, the original idea started in like 09 when Ray was dropping Cuban Links 2. So at the time, the blogs were big and uh, my man Fresh, uh, he set his blog called 33 Jones. He had the idea of doing like Wu freestyles over like you know famous wool beats around that time and uh we were like we did a couple and then we were like yo we should flip these joints because like anybody can freestyle over wu-tang beat like that's not really special and so we decided to take a stab at some of our favorite wu songs and i remember smalls did one of the first beats you, you did criminology like early on Oh yeah, first, sure first did. Garden. I didn't realize yeah. that was one of the first ones. Yeah, that was one of the first beats. So you did criminology, and it ended up being me and Elucid on there. Um, and uh, but it kind of just really evolved from there, like very, very organically. And we just started once we started making beats. I think I did like careful click, click pr- pretty early on too. Um, those like the earlier beats. We were like, okay, this needs to be more of a real thing because it, there's just so many beats and songs. And we try to avoid, like, you know, songs like Cream or, you know, Triumph. Um, but it, it kind of started first in 09 and didn't come out till 2012. So it took us a few years to figure out, like, all the collaborators we wanted, what cast would try to submit. Beat. And there was a lot of beats we turned down that we were like, that doesn't work. Um, like, big name dudes. And we were like, no, nah, that doesn't really fit. Or that's a little too clean. Or whatever like that this guy's aesthetic doesn't really fit wu-tang styles the best so there was a lot of uh 
a lot of uh, fine tuning and quality control, I guess you could say. But um, yeah, man, that's that's kind of like the brief history of uh, how we started and how it came to be. Um, how was what was the process in some of the songs that you wanted to work around? Because, like you said, it wasn't like the mainstay what most mainstream Wu Tang fans know. These are like the hardcore, deeper cut stuff that Wu Tang fanatics who know who uh, who know who Lada Darkman is and who know who and know that what Pers- Persian Legacy is. Like we, those are our. Those are our mainstays. Like you know, careful mm-hmm. click click is is like in one of the most evilest songs ever. Um, click click and all that. It shouldn't work. It does work. And then you guys right. had the gall to be like, "No, nah, we'll do it." How how does that happen? Because that's like putting a target on you guys. Like, nah, we're going for the deeper cuts. <laughs> well, that was um, well, that was um, that was very intentional. Was very intentional. So like what happened was we we knew when we were crafting the project that we didn't want to do any, you know, around the way beats in a, in a sense. We didn't want to do cream. We didn't want to do um, ice cream. We didn't want to do anything that you would just get off the bat. We actually wanted to um, take this opportunity and, you know, use this honor. We, we thought it was an honor creating the project to um, really try to take a stab at our um, our heavyweight deep groove cuts you know what i'm saying people that know where to find diesel at you know they, they're gonna love the beats that we pick to produce people that um you know that actually listen to the yin and the yang we didn't really pick anything from there, but you know what i mean like you have to at least listen to it one time at least at least um try out north star at least look at the black knight cd in the store and put it back like that's the um those are the songs and things we we're going to try to you know, really try to tackle um, when it came to this project. Uh, also, the ultimate question is, <coughs> why was it Shabazz Disciple and the Gravediggers from the first place? Like, seriously, why wasn't he just there? Because um, maybe they would still have stuff now. Shout out to Prince Paul. I'll right? tell you what, I want to, I want to, I want to Castro saying too, it's like, there really is only two kinds of Wu fans. It's like the first wave fans that liked them because they were just popping and the radio had them on in the video and they were like the hot dudes. And then you had the people that kept going to get into, you know, Black Knights and a lot of Dark Man and Master Kill and No Said Date. So I think we're we're like oh, that, that smaller crowd that was rocking with them always. And it's for that crowd. So people that only like Method Man from, you know, you're all I need to get by shit. The, this this is the really Puff Daddy fair. remix version, you mean? Not yeah, the original, yeah. all, four, <laughs> all four versions. You know what I mean? Whatever ones you want. <laughs> uh, small pro, uh, you know, primarily you, you're behind the boards. You're doing the production, um, and like I said offline, and Zilla knows this. Like one of my favorite beats, the last four or five years came from the Career Crooks album. Uh, Crop Novelist is like that's like. I think one of the best beats in the last five years, period. Mm. How tackling something like this, like we're not talking about criminology 2.0 or 2.5 of the massacre oh. was, because those were like, how do you even, from a production standpoint, knowing where the template is the RZA and he's a god to a lot of people, at least for those five years you were, how do you even tackle that? I know I know Zilla does, did heavy production on that too. 
how do you even approach that? Because I would be intimidated. I wouldn't even be a part of the project. I'll be too scared. Oh man. Well, um, uh, I I I feel like I approach that as like a remix. Um, so, but at the same time, I wanted to like keep the same, you know, feel of the original, but just make sure it sounded different enough so you could tell the difference. Um, and make sure you knew that it was mine and not just a, a remake. That's what's um, up. But it it was intimidating, but you know, at the same time, like I'm used to um deconstructing classics like that and, and trying to figure out like how would I do it. So at the end of the day it, it came pretty easily. Um when Zilla came to me with the concept. I was like, I, I can, you know, pretty much do that in my sleep because um, I pretty much do that for practice anyway. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting point. Um, <laughs> who is the mastermind beside on these song titles? Because this this whole project is littered with references that if you have no idea what it is, it's going to go over your head. The box cutter went. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the mad light inside the dark like those I know mm-hmm. scallops like I know what the references were so there was an expectation mm-hmm. going into every song that was like oh okay okay this is gonna be and I, the flip of those things were, were all good but the titles themselves were just a a nod to those people who are paying attention who's the mastermind with that because I thought that was genius <laughs> I think Castro had a lot of them joints. Castro, I think you did, man. I think I think you had. Yeah, I'm like the. Um, he loves titles. I'm shit. like the. I'm, a, I'm the wild title. Um, title Shogun. Mm-hmm. I really um. <laughs> anytime something needs to be titled in Record Crew, whether they ask me to do it or not, they sure. have to brace themselves for maybe a 50, 60 text thread throughout yeah. the day. Of just ideas just flowing in my head. It was very true. So when it came time to these joints, we wanted to, um, you know, make a nod to the originals. But we were, um, it's not an emulation. What I, what I, I guess I, w- I would say I'll be comfortable with paying tribute to because they're, they're brand new songs, but we just use the same source material. So what we did was in any case that we, you know, bumped into something, we was like, well, what would she call this? We started looking at the lyrics of the original song and wherever there was something um, significant that stood out, um, the box cutter went. You know, that's one of the, that's something Capadonna says in the careful click, click or, um, 1210. That's from impossible. That's the ending line. You know, is that what Ghostface says? Or yeah, yeah, Jesus? yeah. it was announced. Yeah, pronounced so, dead. Yo, 1210. Yeah. So like we would just take little pieces from the original songs and, um, and recreate them. And, you know, what was, what's the joint I did with Blackheart? Not, not the joint I did with Blackheart. What's the joint uh, I did with Jonas? Fuck your life. Venom. Oh, yeah. Fuck your life. That's Venom. the only, like, original brand new title. Yeah. And then, like, Venom number, number two. Dirty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so, my, I, I think, um, I think what's the name, too, is we try to make it, like, like you're saying, cheese. Like, even if, even if you can't catch it off top, you're like, that, that phrase sounds familiar. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, crown renowned kings. From Bells of War, like that's a from that's a very specific phrasing you got says, and we're like, yo, that's gotta be a title of that shit. You quoted you God. That's how you know you love Wu Tang. Mm-hmm. 
Shout out to uh favorite Wu Tang member Yui. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Golden arms, y'all. I don't play. You know, favorite member, yo. Everyone hands keeps, down. Everyone keeps talking about like Justice and Young DB, but you got son um, Intel. He's been putting mm. out some some decent stuff. I don't know him. I gotta check him for a few years. Yeah, see, I told I, you like five years, like not five, maybe three, four, four years ago. You know, I think his name is Intel. I may he, have gotten that wrong. He was but dropping sure stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but his father was yeah. His father wasn't super showcasing him. Just giving okay. him stuff here and there. Mm-hmm. No, well, that's I won't go into you, God rant. I'm a Sun God fan personally. I'm a oh, Sun, Sun God. God. Yeah. Well, that's the God. You, what's your favorite God, Smoke? What's your What's your favorite God in other Wu Tang? Like mine is you, God. Villa is, is a Sun, Sun God. God. <laughs> <laughs> favorite God. Oh, well, the gods are there's, there's a couple more gods. Is there more God? There's you God, Sun God. Wow. Hmm. We're we're all scratching our chins for the listeners. No, I like I like this. Yeah. Listen, I, 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 I big, big, big baby baby. Big baby Jesus counts, counts as a God. Well, that's not no, okay. That doesn't count. No, that doesn't count. Oh, well, that's because oh, you. That's, 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 that's your own personal thing. thing. Look, look. I I would the I would, one the one. The God shot count. God shot count. That's not. That's not his name, bro. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, hasn't he been in three skits? The God shot count. The God shot count. The God Fahim is basically a Wu Tang type of nah, member. Stop, stop, stop. We can't. I'm not going there. I don't want. That's, he's basically a Wu. He sounds like Islord. Lord. No, no, he doesn't no, sound no, like a Wu Tang. Like I'm not. No, I'm not doing that. No, not doing he sounds like Islord. Lord. No, he doesn't sound like. He doesn't sound like he doesn't sound anything, doesn't like, sound anything like this. The God Fahim's an interesting cat, but since I know my boy Money Miz listens to the show, I want to refer not. I don't want Money <laughs> Miz. I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to get no Fahim the God references on here. Um, <laughs> and that's all I'll say about about Word him. Up. But saying that, if if you're a fan of Money Miz, go check out me and Money Miz's episode, uh, top five Wu Tang disappointments. Cause we, mm, oh, there's, there are, we did not dozen. hold back whatsoever. <laughs> and anybody who knows Money Miz knows he doesn't hold back. And when I'm Liddy, it's, I don't hold back either. And, uh, bring so, me on for part two of that. No, shit. we will. No, Actually, I'm working on, Oof. well, Money Miz is working on some other stuff, but I'm still Top hoping. Five tribe Top disappointment. Tribe disappointment. <laughs> Put that out. I, I actually want to. I want to have Money Miz versus Zilla Rock on these woo on this woo trivia. I've been working on. Uh, it's coming. I, we talked right. about it earlier, but I, I gotta. I gotta really dig deep, dig, dig deep into questions because I know you guys know your stuff. Don't uh, see me, Miz. I, I own a mobility on two formats. Oh, his game is his final does. game is pretty. Does two formats. That's a lot of love because both. I could bear. I could. I could barely get through that album. Um, you got both versions got of Bulletproof Wallet. Say something. Yes, the Canadian edition and the American edition are actually <laughs> two different ones, and the samples are, are also different. Also, the Canadian has the rain, and uh, the American <sighs> doesn't. And, and, the, and the, also, the skits, the, the skits on the Iron Man, American and Canadian, are actually different. Oh. Um, if, I didn't know there was a Canadian Iron Man. Yeah, actually, in the CD, I knew it was in the CD because when I bought Supreme Cartel, the CD, the binding, was clear. Mm-hmm. And then when I, I mm-hmm. wore that CD out and I went to buy a new one, it was glitter. 
It was a glitter one. The glitter That's music. That's what I had. I got the glitter one. So you got the Canadian updated version because the original ones didn't have always. They don't clear their samples and they need to that fix shit. it up. That's it. That. That yeah. And uh. those have the updated uh, skits. They weren't in the original Supreme Clientele. I said, uh, what, what, what I will do for you offline, I'll burn it down and I'll send it to you as an MP3. Sick. Um, yeah. But wait, because I, I want the Bulletproof Wallace with the original flowers. Oh, yes. Right? Oh, Not the replay hot. sample, the original. No, that you got to go online. That joint's wild. Zilla got, Zilla, you got, Zilla, you got that joint. Man. Oh, you got, you got, you got you know, the joints and all the J-Love joints. J, J Love oh, the J-Love joints. Yeah. Uh, saying yeah. that, for the, for the Wrecking Crew, it's been a pretty interesting <laughs> couple of years watching you, watching the whole outfit evolve. Not only individually, but we got Career Cooks, Little Rocker dropping some stuff. Everybody knows who listens to the show. Career Cooks album was the album of the year when it came out. For all the reasons that, if you haven't listened, you should. It's like what hip-hop music should really be nice. like. Uh, so salute to you guys. They are. They, they are. They are. You hate ass pizza shit. I look forward to the, to the set tomorrow. Um, what's next for the collective? I know individually we're working on things, but for the collective... Is there going to be more woo pulp? Is there going to be like uh, uh, anything else that you guys want to challenge yourself to do? Because if you want a challenge, I'll say, why don't you do a Bone Thugs in Harmony? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that, um, the necessary... I don't think the necessary fandom is there <laughs> for Bone Thugs. But um no um, no, um and speaking of Wolf Hope, we're actually uh pressing up physicals this year. Uh we missed the I do that anniversary or five we missed the five year anniversary. We're we're horrible at that type of shit. But we are doing um CDs and tapes with some bonus songs on them. Um songs that uh didn't make the original what do we got, like two songs? No, like they were like three. There's like down take beats, there's a lot of shit actually. The more I started thinking looking through my archives. So I'm telling you. So yeah, so we're just gonna um spice up the physicals and um put it out there and um just just as a tribute to the fans that supported us the first go round. A lot of our fans um that we accrued now got on board when um Wupo went live and we really appreciated that and and you know, over the years, it has been some years, people have asked us about physicals. Um it's only available digitally now. So we thought, all right, you know, so we're gonna roll that out. So that's coming this year. Um Zilla has a slew of releases coming this year. I um I have a group project. Me and Prim Rock are doing some things. We're we're in this crew called Shrapnel, mm-hmm. and we we got a couple of projects coming this year. Um, Smalls got his solo record dropping this year, so we you know we're just staying busy. No, the new um, Career Crooks record. I'm I'm writing uh, the last song today. Actually, I got like six bars in that shit, so that'll be that'll be uh, right, that'll be out the end of this year. year. And then we got um, a Griff Company LP. We did Is it going to be an album? Um, last year. We do an album? Yeah, we got, we got enough. Uh, you, guys get, that. you guys are hearing it first here. They're planning it as we speak. Yeah, I guess. Air. I guess uh, the album today is like eight songs. Eight, nine, eight, nine. Eight, nine. If we do eight to ten, that's the album. Eight to ten is good. Uh, Z- uh, Zilla, um, I'm a little... Let me go into my feelings about a few things and... You're one of the people when you talk, I tend to listen. You have a fresh perspective on things. I'm frustrated because 
it seems like there's now that I've been doing the podcast for a while, we've been pushing and getting numbers and the who's who in the underground scene has been on the show. Yeah, man. You guys got everybody on now. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And at this point, my wife will divorce me soon because um, mm. I pretty much record three episodes a night uh, just to keep it rolling. And that's not even talking about editing and posting and making those things. But I still get a little. Yeah. You know, and I. Yeah. So I still get a little frustrated because why aren't artists like the Wrecking Crew or the different combinations of the Wrecking Crew, people like Danielson, Crime Lord, all those cats are right at the top of the underground scene. Why hasn't bigger publications who preach uh, preach hip hop promote the artists who are doing hip hop? Why it seems to me that it's very clickbait kind of stuff. I'm gonna go put on Blueface because he's hot right now, but he's only hot for the summer. But the people who've been grinding and doing this, who are hip hop, aren't who maybe don't generate the clicks, aren't necessarily getting the love. But you are a hip hop platform. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm glad you brought up Blueface in particular, just because. I mean, really, though, it, it is one thing to be. Um, one thing to complain about it or not be satisfied about it, but until we smash this system and start from scratch, this is this is a cycle we've always seen. You know what I'm saying? Like Blueface is no different than um design. I, I was just going a little early, but I was going a little <laughs> closer. But like designer, the same designer phenomenon. You pop up on a Kanye song, then you have a great song, then you have a freestyle, and then the record label doesn't get behind you, you know, the rest of your stuff. So I mean the the, the short answer is we're not profitable. It's not profitable to put a story up on us. There's not going to be any ad space for it over to put a little piece of ad next to, you know, the post about us. I'm just using us for example, but I'm not, I'm not being negative in a sense. So we just got to be a little more creative and, you know, we kind of got to steer our own ship. Me and Zillow are constantly talking about, um, you know, monetizing this thing and um, owning what we put out there and and claiming our intellectual property. Cause you know, back in the day, like truth be told, if you get with a label, no matter how big they are, you put out a record. It's not your record anymore. When people fail them, they fail right. to realize that it's your and the record's label. You know, I mean, and the record label's album. You know what I'm saying? Now it's both yours, 50 50, and stuff like that. And then I think people kind of forget that or lose sight of that of that um that uh, business model. And so uh, when, when that's being that's the, true, yeah. But I well, so now, yeah, now we're doing the opposite of that, very much so. Crazy. Well, I think now, like, publications and, like, that doesn't really matter. Like, blogs are a wrap. So, I was, me and Smalls met through the blog wave of the early 2000s. I met my record label head, Jeff Weiss, through the blog wave of the early 2000s. My man, Disco Vietnam, who produced the song with me and Arm and Hammer, met him. Like, I met a lot of cats through the blog wave, Small Pro did. Um, Me and Castro met, like, in the Philly underground scene in the flesh, but... That whole thing was really big, you know, from like 05 to like 2013, mm-hmm. 14. Yeah. And in the last five years, it's like, it's social media, it's the algorithms, it's timelines, it's Spotify playlists. So like publications don't even really matter to me. Um, po- podcasts do. Like I listen to podcasts all day and night. Like I love them. And that's why I Indeed. love being on them because you can actually get a dialogue the same way 10 years ago, this would have been an interview on a website. So 
we're mo we moved away from publications and outlets. The only one that shows us love all the time that matters to me is Bandcamp. So Bandcamp has done a feature on me. They've done a feature on Career Crooks. They've highlighted Castro Solo Works, my solo work, Small Pro, 86 Witness with Sean P. And they're about to run another one featuring us all about Philly hip-hop. And the new wave of Philly hip-hop with us and Dart Unit and Buddy Liesel. So they consistently the rock with brothers. us. Shout the Booze Brothers. They're yeah, in there, too. Dan, 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 Dan. That's, that's the homie. Mark Speck's the homie. So Coming to the Chris Lab podcast in May. Hell yeah. And yeah. so to me, like, that's the only press that matters. Like, Makami has an album dropped with Muggs this week, and he just got, like, a Billboard interview last <coughs> week. Yeah. Like... It didn't matter when 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 Haitian body odor dropped, no one was writing about it like at Double XL or wherever the hell Hip Hop DX, and look where this dude is now. You know, working with Alchemist and Mugs and Giants. So to I mean, me, I don't I don't really like I used to chase that and you know Small Pro like again that's how me and him linked up was getting blog love in 07, 08. but I don't really think that matters. I think what matters is this type of platform. I think like being on people's timelines and being on people's Instagram feeds and being retweeted by people that 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 are like you. I think everything's yeah. like direct to consumer now. I don't think the gatekeepers really matter in terms of like the source. Like Chris Crack is um is guaranteed to be covered on Pitchfork and Broja yeah. for Heads. And this cat ain't on the label. He has the same all. amount of Twitter followers as me. He doesn't you know, do he, any shows. Don't do shows. You know what I'm and he's you know, popping. Super popping, so like you, you control 11, your own destiny. Eleven you songs for eighteen on. minutes. Yeah, yeah, if that. I'll save that. I'll save that rant for another day. I don't want <laughs> it to be here. Uh, no, try. Shout out I to love Chris. The short, shout love out the short song. I do actually. For what I do for Same my here. show, I can't keep up. So shout out to Chris Crack and shout out to Chung Wizard really? as well, who's doing mm -hmm. some awesome What's work. The homie, minute, yeah. minute thirty-five. That's all y'all need. Get I'm to done. the point. I'm done talking. I'm done talking. <laughs> Get to the How point. long I gotta talk? A uh, small pro. Um, Sean Price. The album. I have it in the vinyls. It's over there in the, in the corner. Ooh. Um. I had, to, I had to get it, and what an honor! I'm I'm in Brooklyn, so anything Brooklyn boot camp oh. is is gonna be. But the the way it was executed, the homage and with the resources that you had and the the work, the audio that you had and what you did with it, how did that process work out? And how what's been the response from your side? Because I would only imagine this is going to be like I would hope that there's momentum coming from this that will get you, get you more love. He, oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, that's the plan to you know keep the momentum going. But um, I give uh, you know Matt Diamond of Coal Mine Records uh, was the mastermind there. Um, Sean P was a fan of mine, you know, mutually you know speaking of course. Um. But, you know, that was a truly collaborative effort. Uh, you know, for most of 2015, just sending stuff back and forth. You know, he, he did his thing in, you know, in New York. And I did my thing in Philly. And we just, you know, used the Internet, put it together up until, you know, he passed away. And that's, you know, pretty much how I do projects, period. So, um, 
you know, less, not that much discussion about, you know, the music, but just um, going off what I, what I sent and I would, you know, go off what he sent. So, you know, just the, the usual uh, process. Um, but with the added, you know, resources of a label behind it, you get the, you know, the guest appearances and the album, you know, packaging and the title and all that stuff just uh, finishes it, you know, makes everything come together, all that much more. So um, that's how that all came together. Well, congratulations on that album and the Career Crook stuff and all, all the projects that you guys have released the last couple of years have been very, very, very well appreciated, at least for my years. So keep doing Thanks, that. Man. Thanks, um, man. Appreciate it. And we'll have you back on the show individually to talk about. Shout out uh, Prem Rock as well, who also dropped a very interesting album with some different landscape type of sounds that I'm still absorbing <laughs> and thoroughly intrigued. And I'm eager to see it live to see how it translates there. Um, right. I think it might be, a, I think it'll be a very good experience. Um, saying that if oh, yeah, you're new. Is a, is a whole vibe. Yeah, the whole. I, I'm enjoying it for sure. Um, I have one question, one more question for you. It's a very serious one. I think maybe Zilla asked, answered this before, but we might get a different answer. It's a staple around here to ask. Um, and we'll, we'll start with Zilla, then we'll go with Curly, then we'll go with Small Pro. Um, if you could pick any <laughs> sound effects up in here, if you could pick any beat. From the pantheon of hip hop, that best describes your lovemaking talents, your mattress mumbo, your body friction. That's easy. What, That's easy. what beat would that be? Considering we're recording this on a on a Tuesday, um, everyone might have a different style on a different day. Uh, Zilla uh -huh. is thinking. Zilla's thinking. Curly, you ready? Yeah, I got it. That's yeah, I got it. That's so easy. If, um, so if um, talking beats, we're talking beats, any beats, just just strictly just, beats, just strictly beats. then it would have to be um, is a joint that Doom did with a Pony B on Victor Vaughn too. Great, great Don Sean. Such a Doom ass motherfucker, man. Great Don Sean. If we're talking. If we're talking just a, a song with the beat, just the beat. Oh well, then I, I still got to put Wildflower in there. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's bad. And if, if and now just the beat, okay. This is a Woo Pop episode. It's Kamek. Oh yeah. Cat, wow, that's the best choice ever. I do like Ooh, Wildflower. Little bitch. I like Son Wildflower. Uh, Zilla, what do you have? Uh, uh to me, like. Kanye said before he was canceled that Jay Dilla beats were like good pussy. So I'm gonna <laughs> go with um, one won't do. One won't do too is not a beat. Kanye found its way on the podcast. Yeah, but Dilla Dilla did make shit like like a warm pocket for you to rest in, you know, so to speak. So I'm gonna go with one won't do by Dilla. Small small pro. I, I see you thinking, activating the crazy. Oh no, I have mine. What what is it? What you got? Oh, it's uh, Dear God by uh, Dudley Perkins. Oh, man, live. Oh. 
I promise it's very lush and I promise heavenly sounding. You know. If you're new to the podcast, to the podcast producer? before the huh? summer drops, before the fun, summer comes, yeah, we will barely. drop that playlist. Oh. All the artists, all the featured guests on the show, and we'll make a playlist for you can have uh, background music <laughs> in the background for the summer. So we'll, you'll get a I nice playlist from all that. the answers from the show. Hey, if you're new to the Crush A Lot podcast, thank you for checking us out. Hopefully we did enough to earn another listen, subscribe, share, and all that good stuff. If you've been mm-hmm. on the journey for a while, thank you for continuing to be with us. You know, no matter how big or small your numbers are, if you have one follower, a thousand followers, don't matter to us. You want to be in the show, come on the show. Hit, hit me up, Crush A Lot podcast at gmail.com. Everyone is welcome to be on the show. Um, we don't care. It's about the community. I, we are not authority on this. We are all authority for our individual selves. Hopefully, you you mess with the uh, with the Wrecking Crew and you check them mm-hmm. out. But I think they're one of the best outfits out there now. Oh yeah! But you should definitely you. check it out. Um, I would promote the show for tomorrow, but the time this this comes out. I would have experienced it myself for hand, so I'll give you a first hand <laughs> account there. No um, and congratulations on on, work, on opening for Rakim. Um, yeah, a big honor yeah, there, and good luck with that. Crush a lot podcast, Wrecking Crew, Curly Castro, Zilla Rocka, Small Pro. We're out. Peace. Peace. Peace.